When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good Risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Happy Monday. Here we are already moving into February tomorrow. We just want to take a quick moment to say, if you happen to have missed the mark with your goals last month, there is absolutely no reason at all you can't pick up right where you left off. We can make February 1st our starting block, the first day of a new outlook, the first day of a new determination. Yes, we can. We can also apply that same logic every day of the week, every hour of the day. If we get off on the wrong foot on Saturday, there's no reason at all we can't turn on a dime and begin again Monday or Tuesday. And if we fudge up our to-do list in the morning, there's no reason we can't dig in twice as hard in the afternoon. What's important is that we get back up again, over and over again. We get back into it as soon as possible. We do whatever we can not to prolong the backward trajectory. And by the way, if you've done well in achieving your goals thus far, make sure you take the time to reflect on all the work you've done. Celebrate every single day you moved in the right direction and be reinvigorated in preparation of all the growth you've yet to grow. Okay, digging into our new week. This week, we are covering Don Miguel Ruiz's prolific book, The Four Agreements, as well as his follow-up book, The Fifth Agreement. We're getting it started today with the first agreement. Be impeccable with your word. We got detailed about this idea at the end of December when we discussed the word resolution and what it means to be resolute. We talked about imbuing the word itself with all of our reasons, why we're making the decision to pursue change, why we're resolute about our need for change. We described the idea that when we give the words we use power, they can give us that power back tenfold. In this case, if we've done the work of imbuing the word resolution, we need only call on the word resolute to quickly bring us back to center because that word now contains all of our determination, our reasons, our whys. We can do this kind of work accidentally, by the way, for better or worse. All of our experiences in life, all of our heartbreak, all of our victories, and the way words have been used along the way, it all informs on how certain words affect us and what we mean when we use them. It's like we have natural filters installed in our brains that amplify or reduce their meaning. Imagine the difference when you say the word sacrifice to a stockbroker or when you say it to a samurai. Love is another subjective word. One person may wait years to finally say it to a romantic partner. Another may express it after a month. We use it to describe lifelong commitment and we use it to describe our interest in a pair of shoes. That's because besides our everyday differences, the word actually means many different things. In fact, we could learn something from the ancient Greeks who had seven distinct definitions of the word love. Eros, which is romantic, passionate love. Philia, which is intimate, authentic friendship. 
ludus, which is playful, flirtatious love, storge, which is unconditional, familial love, philutia, which is self-love, pragma, which is committed, companionate love, and agape, which is the universal love of God and creation. The point here is to say exactly what we mean and mean exactly what we say. We communicate clearly by getting a little more detailed. Sure, it's easy for a word or two to get jumbled up by different interpretations, but when we define our meaning, when we give it context and use additional words, there's no room for confusion. We have to magnify that part about meaning what we say. We've all had opportunities to learn about the repercussions of speaking out of anger or sadness, to mask our intentions or to hide our tracks. When it comes to allowing our emotions to dictate our communication, we might quickly find ourselves in positions or situations our centered selves don't actually want to be in. We can't allow the peaks and valleys of our emotional states to dictate our communication. And when it comes to lying, it's a huge energy drain. It detracts from our ability to truly connect. This extends to the idea of trying to manage how other people communicate as well. When we're running from one relationship to the next, attempting to manage the flow of information, who hears what and how, who says what to who, it's like those cartoons of people trying to balance the wobbling stacks of plates. We have to trust the people around us to follow the rule of being impeccable with their own words. And we have to allow the repercussions when they aren't. That's how people grow. We don't say anything about people we wouldn't say directly to their face which is often an us-versus-them manipulation tactic. We don't try to mask aspects of ourselves from one friendship to the next, which is often a result of people-pleasing and avoiding hurt feelings. In being truly authentic, we free ourselves of the burden of these subtle manipulations. Remember, words are free. It's how you use them that may cost you. If you'd like to continue the conversation, feel free to reach out through Instagram at Good Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin. And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. Thanks so much for joining us here on Grateful Grains. We'll be back again tomorrow for day two of our week discussing the five agreements. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. We have some exciting news. You can now search more than 700 Good Risings episodes on the new Fathom FM app, the podcast player from the future. Go to fathom.fm slash goodrisings, ask questions, and hear answers directly from the Good Risings podcast. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.